Hello, and welcome to Sunday Devotionals with John and Rachel. We're so honored to have you join us as we explore God's truth and get to know him in a more authentic and intimate way. As we go through life, many of us have questions, concerns, and issues that may hinder us from fully embracing who God is and who he's called us to be. These devotionals are designed to help us navigate life and all that comes with it, learning and growing in God. So pull up a chair and grab a cup of coffee, or in my case, tea, and join us as we fellowship. There is a theme that the Lord dropped in our spirit that I believe is going to be pertinent to the first quarter of this year. And it's going to be very important for us to drown out the noise in the first quarter of this year. Last year was a very noisy year. It was noisy for, very, for many reasons, you know, with the pandemic, you know, with all the deaths, all the grief, everything that's going on, just this global change has made a lot of noise. If you're not careful, it's very easy for you to treat this year like last year. I believe very fervently that God wants to do something brand new in our lives and he wants to show us who he is. We spent all of last year, and those who have been with us, we have been focusing on God's character. We focused on the spirit, the, the fruit of the spirit. Before that, we focused on who God is his attributes. and his attributes. Mm-hmm. So that's what our concentration was all of last year. And now for this year, I believe that God wants us to take what we have learned about him and now apply that to our purpose in him. Okay, so now that you're acquainted somewhat and God is inexhaustible, so we only scratch the surface of who God is. We don't know God by far, by a long shot, but we do know how to pursue God. We do know that it's not about us. We know that it's not our efforts. It's not, you know, what we do. It's, sim- it's, it's solely because of the finished work of Jesus Christ that we even have an opportunity to have a relationship with God in the first place. And then the Holy Spirit will work through us to allow us to get to know God. And then those things that we struggle with will begin to drop off of us because now our relationship with God is more solidified. We're getting closer to him. We're praying more. We're seeking more. Then we start talking like him. Then we start acting like him. Then we start believing what he believes and we start doing what he says. So it's a progressive thing that God is leading us to. So this year, I believe that God is calling us into purpose. But in the first quarter, the theme is this whole idea of focus, focusing. So the first series that we're going to be talking about is going to be senses. So your senses, your smell, your sight, your hearing. And we're going to talk about that from the framework of where we should be focusing our energy on with each of our senses. Okay. Because when when you think of your senses, that's how you experience the world around you. Mm -hmm. So you're able to perceive the reality around you through what you're seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, mm-hmm. you know, that, that those your senses create a frame of reference to uh, make decisions. So really, I think the reason why it, it was so key to do it at the top of the year is to deal with the senses is because whatever we experience this year, mm-hmm. making sure our senses are aligned with God will cause us to go the rest of the year on right. the right track. Yeah. Because if our smell is off, if our taste is off, that will throw everything off. If your hearing is off, it throws everything off. Yeah, like the, Especially balance. with the you're inner balance, ear. Yeah. With your inner ear, it'll throw everything off. So just, just dealing with all your senses and mm-hmm. what that entails and then bring, bringing it into the spiritual aspect about, you know, 
anointing your senses mm -hmm. spiritually so that we're able to be in tune. So, you know, that, that was kind of the idea. I enjoy taking practical things that we see every day and that we really believe that God is the one who created everything and created these senses. How about we look at it from God's perspective and we see how both the spiritual and the physical align. And now this is much as we're dependent on our senses to experience our world. Like you said, mm -hmm. what does God's purpose look like from the point of view of our senses? And now we personalize it. So now, you know, you got eyes. So, you know, now you have a frame of reference to what God wants you to focus on with that sense so that you can now come into who God has called you to be. So I'm excited about it. I believe that God is going to really uh, give us some illuminating things to be able to talk about. But most of all, I think it's going to draw us closer and kind of help us to drown out all the other distractions that will come. The distractions that right. are coming and that will come. Right. Right. There's going to be a lot of noise in the next few months. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to challenge the growth that you made last year. There's going to be a lot of stuff that you're going to hear, that you're going to see, that you're going to smell, that you're going to be tempted to taste, that you're going to be tempted to think. And or then touch and come in contact with. And when we say, I mean, yeah, we're talking physical, but not even just that. It, it's figuratively, too. You know, there's things we come in contact with people mm -hmm. we come in contact with mm -hmm. and we're we're within arm's length. And so there is obviously some touching that takes place. But again, dedicating our senses to God and allowing him to sort of filter them mm -hmm. so that we're perceiving the world around us the right way. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a year where I believe that God, like we said before, is going to help us come into our purpose. We will be able to better answer the question, what am I here for? And I think, you know, people, we, we see um, different things and what's the purpose of life and what is my purpose of life? It's very important that we understand that God's purpose for you is already in you. When God decided to cause you to come through the birth canal, God already had a distinct purpose for you to be here. And he's given you an allotted amount of time to discover that and to allow it to come to fruition in the earth. With God, there's no such thing as a small purpose. With God, there's no such thing as something ah, that's insignificant. God is so vast. God is so big. God is so intentional that everything that makes you you is tied into your purpose. And many of you don't know that, you know, I was adopted. So there were things in my life that I didn't get growing up. But that was all God's plan to allow my story to be something that would impact the world in some way, shape or form. The Bible says that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. So the question would be, how do I get to my purpose from where I am right now? Like, how do I get there from here? You know, my here right now is not the same here that I was 10 years ago. Right. So if my purpose is already in me, then it just needs to be excavated. It just needs to be unearthed. It needs to be discovered. So asking God to help us to focus on him. Because he knows what our purpose is. With our purpose, I think a, a lot it's the temptation for a lot of people to feel like they don't really have a purpose or there's their purpose is uh, minuscule compared to other people. Yeah. But I want to encourage you to not look at your. Everyone has a purpose. And 
it's not up up to us to determine whose purpose is more important because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it all works for a common goal so mm-hmm. again setting our focus on what what we're supposed to be focusing on the the illustration came to me of um putting together something that you buy like a bookcase a bookshelf or like something that mm-hmm. you assemble right mm-hmm. so every part every piece has a purpose and you can look at the shelves and go, Oh, well that's duh. That's that purpose is really important because it's a shelf and that's what the books are going to sit on. And you can look at the the size of the book shelf and go, that's important too. That's really, really important because that's going to hold the shelves Mm -hmm. uh, together. Mm -hmm. But it's all of those little bits and all of those little nuts and all of those little I don't even know what you call those things, the little brackets yeah, and all those things brackets, that go yeah. in the holes that hold everything together that are just as important. Because if I don't have those, what good is having the shelves and the and the sides and the top? So it's yeah. everything working together. So I just wanted to I, that came to me when we were talking about purpose. When we when we go into this year and we're exploring what our purpose is on Earth and what our what God's purpose is in us. To not look at yourself and think that you don't have a significant purpose Mm -hmm. because we all and it may your purpose may not be to speak outward Mm -hmm. uh, on a large platform. But that doesn't mean your purpose is as is as not as important or insignificant. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Than anybody else's purpose. So our purpose, our neighbor's purpose and Bishop T.D. Jake's purpose. Right. Is just as important. Just as important. So I just want to encourage you guys as we're exploring that idea and the concept of purpose and focus to kind of, you know, keep your focus on what it should be and then not look at your purpose as not being important because we all have a purpose. Amen. Amen. I love that analogy. I love that. And the thing about those little brackets, because we've had to put together a few of those here. Um, and I'm the one that usually does it. So uh, <laughs> the brackets are the things that hold the weight, though. Right. And it's, if they're pres- when they're positioned in the right place, that shelf is able to sus- right. to do its job. Right. Right. So, I mean, it, that was a, that was an amazing analogy. And, and I believe we're able to now clearly see that we're not insignificant. And what he has purposed for us to do is very, very important and valuable. So. There's a story in the Bible um, that's a very popular story that I just like to kind of use as a just a frame of reference for us as we think about this going forward and they'll kind of open up the senses. Um, it's Matthew 14, 20 through, 22 to 23. And this is the famous scripture, the famous story of Peter walking on water. It reads, and this is the NIV. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was alone there, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land. Buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it, shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were afraid. They were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter said, tell me to come on the water. Come, he said. 
Then Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. And those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. One of the most popular stories um, in the Bible in relationship to Christ's divinity and our humanity and how at the command of Christ and at the command and permission of the Lord, we are able to do supernatural things. Now, this is crazy. This story is a good kind of intro. We'll be meditating on this story. So I encourage you to, you know, read it. And let's study this story as we go through the census series. Let's study this story because there's a lot in here that we can relate to. So first of all, in this story, we have to understand first, Jesus sent these disciples somewhere knowing that a storm was coming. Like many of us, we are sent into the world. We are sent sometimes into hostile situations. We are sent into 2020 that's going to be full of a whole bunch of stuff that we don't know about. But the Lord knew where he was sending us, right? Mm. 2020 was an opportunity for us to see the Lord like we've never seen him before. These disciples saw Jesus walking on water for the first time in their lives. They saw somebody walking on water. That's crazy. That's scary. What is this going on? I'm already in a storm. My, my senses are already being overloaded with survival. Like I need to survive. This is a storm that is the, the Bible says the wind was against them. That means whatever they were doing to try to move forward, the elements was working against them to the point that they would fear for their life, to the point that they would be hopelessness. And many of us can relate to that, that we've been in situations in our lives where the more I do, the more I try to do the worse it gets. It seems like everything is working against me. I take 10 steps forward. I go two steps back. We all know what it feels like. Spinning my wheels. I'm just wasting time, right? So we all know what it feels like to be that. And this story beautifully illustrates the fact that sometimes the Lord allows us to go through things. And the Bible says that the Lord was not physically there when he sent them out. <laughs> he was not physically there when he sent them out. The Bible says he went up to the mountain to pray. But the beautiful thing about this is even though the Lord was not there physically, he was still watching over them in the storm. And he had every intention to reveal himself to them in the storm. Right. So I was thinking about this and this is a very visual story. And imagine yourself on a boat. Right. And it's wind and waves splash and the rain is getting in your eyes and stuff and the, and the wind is blowing you around and you are trying to see where you're going see if you're going in the right direction and all of a sudden you see this what looks like an apparition on the water and you're squinting and you're like oh my god this is a, what else is going to go wrong here and it's the lord <laughs> and, and it's the lord and the, the way he reveals himself to you scares you it's like i've never seen you like this before lord i never experienced you like this and this is what I believe the Lord wants to do for us this year. He wants to show us a side of himself that we never saw. And his, his introduction may come through a storm. His reintroduction to you may come through a situation that you feel like is working against you or overwhelming you. But this is why focusing on his voice when you can't make out what he looks like. You may say that's a, that's a ghost, but Peter cries out and says, if it's you, let me come. 
and you focus your ears and you have to be in tune to, oh, this is all right, it is the Lord. So then if this is you, Lord, give me permission to come and then step out on that. Be confident enough in what you heard because you there's a part of you that does know the Lord better than you did to step out of your comfort zone and watch God allow you to do what you weren't able to do in your own strength. So that's an introduction as to what we want to kind of talk about. I encourage you to look at this story and I pray that you see it with fresh eyes. Uh, Many of you probably have heard it multiple times, but there is so much in here. I don't want to ruin it because today, you know, we just want to just whet your appetite. I was just going to add, when we deal with focus in particular, I think something important to keep in mind is the fact that there's usually a goal that causes or there's something that caught that you're focused on. So you, if, if you don't have something to focus mm-hmm. on, to set your gaze on, then that, of course, you're going to be distracted and your, your, your vision is going to go everywhere. So I think first and foremost, setting our goal or our target mm-hmm. on, on what we are focusing on will help to cause us to be focused. Um, One of my favorite scriptures is in Philippians and uh, Philippians, I want to get it right. Three, 13 and 14 and says, Mm -hmm. forgetting those things, Mm. brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. So I haven't arrived, but this one thing I do, I forget Mm. those things that are behind and I press forward to those things that are in front of me. Mm -hmm. Right. To the the prize of the high calling of Christ Jesus. So what is the prize? The prize is eternal life. Yes. So for me, my focus is on obtaining eternal life. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, when all is said and done and we have lived this life and we've acquired earthly goods and, and we've accomplished certain things, none of that matters. And all of that is futile against what the real prize is. So my focus is getting to heaven. Mm-hmm. And taking as many people with me yeah, as I can. Yeah, come on, y'all. Come on. I mean, we're to work out our own soul salvation, but at the same time, I don't want to go alone, and, yeah, and I don't, I don't want to right. stand before God and He say, "Well, how many people did you tell mm-hmm. about this place?" So my focus is getting to God and obtaining eternal life. Mm-hmm. So I just want to encourage you guys in thinking about what you're focused on. Mm-hmm. Make sure your focus is on the right thing. Amen. Amen. I Sorry, it was that. the tangent. No, no, listen. No, it ain't no tangent. That's, that's, that is the ultimate goal. This is about seeing the realization of this life that we've decided to give yes. to the Lord. Right? That this is not just something to help us be better people on earth. You want to make it to see Jesus. So what we wanted to do today is we wanted to offer a special blessing over all of you. All over all of you who are gathered with us, over all of you who were listening, we wanted to offer a special blessing and really come together and dedicate this year to God. In order for us to dedicate this year to God, we must first rededicate ourselves. So this starts with us saying, you know what, Lord, I am not my own. I've decided to give myself to you and to surrender my life to you. I want to give you control of my life. The thing about Living for Jesus, it's really living for Jesus is not uh, not not a walk of convenience. Mm. It's not it's not a life of convenience in the sense of personal convenience. This is you looking at your own life and saying it is meaningless at the core without my creator. And in order for me to have a relationship with my creator, I must see myself for who I really am. 
you know, I'm sinful, I'm unworthy, I, I am, you know, I'm imperfect, but God is perfect. Now, he's made a way for us to be able to have a relationship with him through his son, Jesus Christ, who came down and died so that we could live. This is the purpose of coming into a relationship with this is the way to come into a relationship with the Lord, confessing that, Lord, I need you. My life is a mess. My purpose is found in you. It is in you. And in order for me to understand who I am, I must accept and receive you so that you can show me who I always was and who I'm supposed to be. So we're going to pray, Lord, we thank you and we praise you for this sacred moment and this time as a community. We thank you, Lord, that this is a rededication of ourselves, a recommitment of ourselves. We're giving you ourselves again as we approach the beginning of this year. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. And it's because your mercy and your grace that we're even able to have a conversation with you. That you don't hold our sins against us, but our faith in Christ gives us permission to confidently come before your throne boldly. That as we go towards your purpose for us in this year, that this will be a reminder that we have sanctified this year and sanctified ourselves again for your purpose. Lord, you're not surprised by our world's current condition. You're not surprised at all by what is going on. But you have promised to hide us under the shadow of your wings. The enemy may may be trying to thwart your plan in our life, but we know that if we stay with you, that we'll have the protection that only you can give. So we pray, Lord, that 2021 be a year of coming into personal purpose, that every day you will reveal something else about you and something else about us to cause us to come into who you've called us to be. I pray a special blessing over every single request, said and unsaid, every single resolution, every single desire, every single ambition, every single endeavor right now in the name of Jesus. There are prayers that have gone up for family. There's prayers that have gone up for for clarity. There have been prayers that have gone up to to come into a deeper relationship with you. There are prayers that have gone up for people to come in line with your purpose for their life. There are prayer for healing, deliverance. There's prayers, God, that are coming up even right now, said and unsaid. We give them all to you now in the name of Jesus. And we pray that your anointing, that your love, that your spirit would allow all these things to come into being for your people. I pray, Lord, even for those that have rededicated their lives to you, that have took that step to give their life to you. I pray that you would align them with the right people, align them with the right teaching, align them with the right sense of community. I pray for your protection, emotional, mental protection. I pray, Lord, that you would just be God in our lives this year. And by the end of this year, whether it's tomorrow or in December of 2021, that we have come into knowledge of who we are and what you have purposed us to be. But this is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by what we shared. You can follow us at Sunny Devotionals on Instagram and like us on Facebook, where we can continue our discussions and keep in touch. We love you all and pray God continues to bless and keep you. The name of the Lord is a strong